Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 4, Chapter 25, Verse 31. Tvadananam subhrusutara lochanam Vyalam vinilalakavrinda samvritam Unniyamedarshayavalguvachakam Yadvridayanabhimukham suchismite Tvat, your, ananam, face, subhru, having nice eyebrows, sutara, with nice pupils, lochanam, eyes, vyalambi, scattered, Neela, bluish, Alakavrinda, by locks of hair, Samvritam, surrounded, Unniya, having raised, May, unto me, Darshaya, show, Valguvachakam, having words very sweet to hear, Yat, which face, Vridaya by shyness, na, not, abhimukham, face to face, suchismite, o woman, o woman with lovely smiles. Trans, uh, translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, my dear girl, your face is so beautiful with your nice eyebrows and eyes and with your bluish hair scattered about. In addition, very sweet sounds are coming from your mouth. Nonetheless, you are so covered with shyness that you do not see me face to face. I therefore request you, my dear girl, to smile and kindly raise your head to see me. Please repeat. My dear girl, your face is so beautiful with your nice eyebrows and eyes and with your bluish hair scattered about. In addition, very sweet sounds are coming from your mouth. Nonetheless, you are so covered with shyness that you do not see me face to face. I therefore request you, my dear girl, to smile and kindly raise your head to see me. Purport. Such a speech is typical of a living entity attracted by the opposite sex. This is called bewilderment occasioned by becoming conditioned by material nature. When thus attracted by the beauty of the material energy, one becomes very eager to enjoy. This is elaborately described in this instance of Puranjans become attra- becoming attracted by the beautiful woman. In conditional life, the living entity <coughs> is attracted by a face eyebrows or eyes, a voice or anything. In short, everything becomes attractive. When a man or a woman is attracted by the opposite sex, it does not matter whether the opposite sex is beautiful or not. The lover sees everything beautiful in the face of the beloved and thus becomes attracted. This attraction causes the living entity to fall down in this material world. This is described in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 7, verse 27. 
इच्छाद्वेशन द्वंदमोहेन भारत सर्वभूता सम्मोहम सर्गेयांति परंतप ओ सायन ऑफ भारत अर्जुन ओ कॉन्कर ऑफ द फो All living entities are born into delusion overcome by the dualities of desire and hate. This condition of life is called avidya. Opposed to this avidya is real knowledge. Sri Ishopanishad distinguishes between vidya and avidya, knowledge and ignorance. By vidya, by avidya, ignorance one becomes conditioned and by vidya, knowledge one becomes liberated. Puranjan admits herein that he is attracted by avidya. now he wishes to see the complete feature of avidya and so requests the girl to raise her head so that he can see her face to face he thus wishes to see the various features that make avidya attractive om agyanati mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshuran melitam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले स्वयं रूप कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वदाकम वंदेहम श्रीगुरोयुतापदकमल श्रीगुरोन्वैष्णवांश्रीपम सागृजा सह गणरघुनाथन्वी तम सजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपादगणलिताशाखाता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाकांतराधाकांतनमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाछाकलतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः नमो विष्णुपादा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिदस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चातदेशिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंदीयदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो यज क्लास बाय स्नगोपाल प्रभु सो इज कंप्लीट लाइक मास्टर क्लास ऑन द सब्जेक्ट so how <clears throat> he has given the example so for those who haven't haven't attended the class they can watch the class uh, on the facebook and also on our youtube channel um chapter i mean canto 4 chapter 25 verse 30 shrimad bhagavatam yesterday's class so this is a complete overview of the this subject of attraction between male and female and uh, he has also given uh, extensive case studies in the bhagavatam where the man becomes attracted by woman the example is by uh, between pururava and urvashi <coughs> and also the yayati's example is given <coughs> that how lust does not leave us even to the last point of death even at one even if one is 
invalid by old age the lust does not leave the heart um and uh, the pururavas uh, infatuation with urvasi even after she has abandoned him so that is explained in the aila geeta and the 11th canto 26th chapter and then there is also um the story of pingala the prostitute so it is the other way around where the woman is attracted by the man <clears throat> in fact she was a prostitute so she was attracted by many men and that was from the 11th canto 7th chapter and then he gave also the example of kardamamuni and devahuti how devahuti uh, how kardamamuni wanted a woman and actually he did great austerities to get a nice wife but he prayed to the supreme personality of godhead and how he got such an exalted wife in devahuti the daughter of swayambhu manu and the mother of kapila the incarnation of krishna so how in krishna consciousness if one is krishna conscious seriously krishna conscious because ye yatha mam prapadyante tam sathaiva bhajami ham as much as we surrender so much krishna will reward if our surrender is 10% krishna's reward is 10% so if our surrender is 100% the reward is 100% uh, the reward the real reward is to come out of this material cycle of birth and death not really to get a wife <laughs> it's not the, it's not the aim of why one should worship krishna but even if one has a material desire it is better to go to krishna because krishna will purify us of all desires he will award us the desire what we have asked for in such a way that we will never ask for it again whereas if you ask a demigod for the same desire he will immediately uh, he or she will immediately bestow you upon i mean the desire but that will ask that will become a intoxication for the conditioned soul and in fact we have the example of bhasmasura who was benedicted by lord shiva that um, whomever he touches the head that person should become ashes instantly burn to ashes so once he, lord shiva said all right you can have that then immediately he wanted to put on lord shiva's head because he wanted parvati <laughs> this is demon's mentality and lord shiva had to run all over the universe until lord narayana had actually saved him uh, that story i think you know if you do not know so he was um, this bhasmasura was performing big austerities very severe austerities but lord shiva was not coming but then he started cutting his own body and offering the flesh in the fire that was the sacrifice he was doing even then lord shiva was not coming he was cutting from everywhere but still no then he decided he will cut his head and put into the fire i mean if you really want something <laughs> why would you put your head into the fire and what you will get you will be died i mean so demons are quite brainless so he wanted to cut his head then lord shiva came came before him what do you want why do you do these things i am just satisfied with little offering 
Why are you doing this horrible sacrifice? Anyway, what do you want? So then um, he said, No, I, I want to become immortal. No, that is not possible. Alright, you give me a benediction that whoever had, I shall put my head upon, uh, hand upon, he will immediately burn to ashes and die. Okay, that you can have. Then uh, he wanted to put on Lord Shiva himself. Then Lord Shiva had to run. Hmm? And then um, uh, Narayan, you know, he saw this, this fun. Then he dressed himself, disguised himself as a brahmachari and came in front of the uh, this demon, Bhasmasura. <coughs> then Bhasmasura was running and then uh, he stopped him, what, what are you doing, why are you running? Then he said, no, I am running after Shiva. Why? No, I want to kill him. How, how you can kill Lord Shiva? No, he has given me the benediction that whoever had I can put my hand on, he will die. So, I want I want to kill him. Oh, you believed Lord Shiva? You believed him? That his benediction will come true? Really? You think he is sitting in the crematorium with ashes all over his body, does, doesn't even have a home for himself and he is in the crematorium with all the dead bodies. You think his his benediction will work? You have so much faith in him. That's wonderful. Then, then he said, what do you mean? This will not work? You can try. Nothing will work. Useless. His benedictions are useless. You just try, put your hand on your head and see nothing will happen. Is it? And you put and he died. So like that, Lord Shiva had to be saved. <laughs> so, this is, the, this is how a demon will ask for benedictions and he will get intoxicated. In fact, he will dare to offend the demigods who, who has given him the benediction also. There is a nice uh, verse in the connection. This uh, Vedabase program is not working for some reason. So, we will try to go here. Today, it will be a little slow taking out the verses because everything is a bit... Uh, not very smooth I think it's this verse let's see <clears throat> oh, at least this is working okay Yes. So, 10th canto, 88th chapter, 11th verse. Atomam sudurāradhyam hitvānyān bhajate janaha tatastha āśutoshebhyo labdharājya śriyodhataha mattāha pramattāvaradān vismayanti avajānate You see what they do. Krishna is saying this personally. Because I am difficult to worship, people generally avoid me and instead worship other deities who are quickly satisfied. When people receive kingly opulences from these deities, they become arrogant, intoxicated with pride and neglectful of their duties. They dare to offend even the demigods who have bestowed benedictions upon them. 
So this is a demon. Another example is Hiranyakashipu. He got a benediction that, you know, unless, you know, all different classes of living beings, he has mentioned to Brahma, he prayed to Lord Brahma. Uh, that is Asura. Asura means he will not worship Lord Vishnu. He will worship every other demigod. Whoever can give him some material opulence so that he can harass the devotees, uh, he will worship like that. So, Basmasura worship Lord Shiva and uh, uh, Hiranyakashipu worship Lord Brahma. So, he asked immediately and not easily he worshipped Brahma. He, for 100 years of the demigods, he was standing on the tips of his toes and with his hands upraised and so much so that his body was eaten up by ants and worms completely all the flesh was completely gone only bones left it was only a skeleton standing but still he did not die the life air of his you know his life air was passing through the bones through the bone marrow so in this way he maintained himself and for 100 years and big fire was coming out from his head and you know uh, burning the whole universe is becoming hot so then the demigods requested Brahma see this demon is disturbing please he is praying to you please go and do something so Brahma went what do you want I want to become immortal he said no <laughs> I myself am not immortal so what I can give you immortality you ask for any other thing I can give you he was disappointed I prayed so hard for immortality and I cannot get it. Then he thought, okay. Then he asked for benedictions and I will not, I should not be killed in the day. I should not be killed in the night. Not by a man, not by an animal, not by a weapon, not in the water, not in the air, not in the, not on the land. He said that, yeah, I want this. Then Lord Brahma said, that you can have. Really? Yeah. Then he was happy. Yes, I got immortality through back door. So, then he, what he did with that power? Harassed. Cow worship was stopped, cows were killed, brahmanas were killed, everything was topsy-turvy in the whole universe. He was so horrendous that just by raising his eyebrows, the demigods will just run away in fear and hide themselves somewhere. Just by raising his eyebrows, they will become fearful. He was such a terror everywhere. And eventually he had to be killed. Then Ravana, we have another example. He worshipped Lord Shiva again. With that power, what he did? He, uh, what is that? Plundered. Everywhere he went, he plundered. The kings and harassed the brahmanas, cows and raped women. Everywhere he went, he raped women. Even he went to heavenly planets, raped Rambha also. You know who is Rambha? The celestial girl who is the wife of Nalakuvara, the son of Lord, uh, I mean Kubera, the treasurer of the heavenly planets. Very, very beautiful woman. He went and raped her. He raped so many. Then Nalakuvara cursed him. The next time you touch a woman without her uh, consent, against her consent, Immediately you will fall dead. That's why after that he never attempted. Even when he kidnapped Sita, 
he did not attempt to rape her rape her some say that you know he was so respectful ravana is actually a gentleman you know he was so respectful that he was waiting for her approval you know he was not uh, molesting or nothing of course he kidnapped her but you know he did not have any relationship with her because you know he wanted her approval you know he was a gentleman i think i wrote an article in one of the magazines earlier issues about this hmm? that uh, there was a story atheistic story you know so the story was that a girl uh, asks uh, you know the mother who was pregnant asks her girl child uh, do you want a brother or a sister she said i want a brother Mm. then she said further that i want no so you want a brother like uh, ram no 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 i want a brother like ravan she said <laughs> then the mother said, what is this how can you say like this you're a small girl and you're talking nonsense how can you want a brother like ravan then the girl says to the mother my dear mother you are a woman how long you want to worship lord ram huh? he could not protect his wife he went he left his wife and went to hunt wife was kidnapped hmm after she has been through so much under the torture of ravana when she was uh, uh, when ravana was killed all right at least ram went and fought you know at least something but after he fought he wanted sita to walk through the fire after she has been through so much he, he he wanted her to walk through the fire and he took her back home fine then some useless fisherman you know he he passed some comment oh because you know the story of the fisherman in the ayodhya ah the washerman or whatever <laughs> actually a few people were saying this but the particular was the particular story was that washerman who was who pointed out that it was the incident has sparked the whole thing it was actually already going around in the kingdom so the washerman's wife did not return in the night in the ayodhya for some reason she was stuck somewhere honestly she did not have any relationship with anyone but she could not return home in the night so she rested somewhere and then came back in the morning then the washerman said no 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 you cannot enter this house she started crying he said no i you know ram can accept his wife after she has been away i don't trust you actually that was a very custom that if a woman is missing from the house for one night that's it she is considered to be polluted already so that was the culture for the woman that means that strict it was they cannot leave and you know overnight you know party and come back in the morning no get out not allowed in the house <laughs> disowned the parents will disown the husband also disowned her no no maybe ram may be uh, accepting his wife after she was away from him for 10 months i will not accept so when he heard this comment then um, he banished his wife just because somebody you know, this girl was saying oh just because somebody said something some rumor and then he banished his wife and when she was pregnant and finally when the sons were born and the sons and he fought with the sons 
and when sita wanted to return then and he wanted her to return and she was already frustrated and then she she left her body how long you want to worship lord ram whereas you see ravan ravan was such a stately emperor even though he kidnapped sita he never touched her he respected her he respected her desire hmm? so like this you know and he fought to death uh, like a man so how long how long you will worship ram huh? i want a son i want a brother like ravan he is more protective and when his sister yeah that is one more thing when his sister shurpanaka nose was cut he fought and that's how actually he engineered the whole fight between between uh, ram and himself you know the whole ramayan happened because his sister's nose was cut and he fought for that what did ram do he does not have any respect for women ravan has more respect for women this was her this is the story engineered by atheists demonic mentality to put ram in bad light so actually there is an article maybe i will um, put a link to that in the description of this video can read so our rebuttal for that whole nonsense rubbish story so in this way uh, ravan had uh, not touched a woman actually not because he was respecting sita he has no respect if you have any respect how you will kidnap huh? another man's wife what respect is that no because he was cursed <laughs> he was fearful to die actually he was confident that lord shiva's benediction i will not die by demigods yes sir just like hiranyakashipu asked uh, that i will not be killed by this and that and this and that so ravana also asked but he did not mention humans and animals he is a what i mean he is an asura asura is far greater than a human far more powerful rakshasa so what is human for me after all so he so that's why ram came in the human form to kill him and animals monkeys uh, some humans and monkeys came and killed this asura so in this way uh, the real the reality is uh, the demons will do anything uh, although he was already given the benediction that even the demigods cannot kill him but still just to be safe maybe curse will work maybe by in the battle it will not work but in the curse maybe so just to be safe he did not touch another woman because of uh nalagovra's curse but you can see this is the mentality of demons they when they get the benediction they become falsely proud they become too attached so what krishna does when a broad minded person he is advised that even if he has some material desire he go to krishna not to the demigods in the bhagavad gita also this is already mentioned yeah but uh, in the bhagavatam here it is chapter kanto uh, 2 chapter 3 verse 10 akama sarvakamo va moksha kama udaradhi tivrena bhakti yogena yajeta purusham param 
a person who has broader intelligence whether he be full of all material desire without any material desire or desiring liberation must by all means worship the supreme whole personality of god so whether one has desires or one has no desires which is devotee or one desires liberation moksha there is also a desire to want to become liberated is a desire so any whatever his desire is or whether he has no desire it is better to worship it is one who has broader intelligence what is the word udaradhi udaradhi means one who has broad intelligence he must worship vishnu or yagna purusha or krishna so this is the recommendation of the shastras so in the bhagavad gita we have this verse in the 7th chapter 16th verse chaturvidha bhajante mam what is this oh hmm chaturvidha bhajante mam jana sukritin arjuna arto jignasur arthartha gyani cha bharatarshabha oh best among the bharatas arjuna four kinds of pious men render devotional service unto me the distressed the desirer of wealth the inquisitive and he who is searching for the knowledge of the absolute the wise so these are not pure devotees but they are pious enough to at least approach the lord even though they may have some material desire or desiring liberation you see so at least they are coming to the right place that's why they are considered as uh, sukriti na pious but it is not pure so what krishna does to such persons who are interested in both spiritual and material let us explain in the fifth canto 19th chapter verse 27 सत्यम दिशाथ्यर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्थितमर्
श्री भगवान उवाच कृष्ण इज पर्सनली स्पीकिंग टू युधिष्ठिर महाराज यस्याहम अनुग्रहणामी हरिष्ये तद्धनम शनै ततो अधनम त्यजन्त्यस्य स्वजना दुख दुखितम द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हिट सेड इफ आई एस्पेशली फेवर समवन आई ग्रेजुअली डिप्राइव हिम ऑफ हिज वेल्थ देन द रिलेटिव्स एंड फ्रेंड्स ऑफ सच अ पॉवर्टी स्ट्रिकन मैन अबैंडन हिम इन दिस वे ही सफर्स वन डिस्ट्रेस आफ्टर अनदर then why to pray to krishna this is this does not make sense it may not make sense immediately let you see how it evolves sayada vitatho dyogo nirvinnah syad dhanehaya matparaih kritamaitrasya karishe madanugraham when he becomes frustrated in his attempts to make money and instead befriends my devotees i bestow my special mercy upon him so first of all he becomes he is deprived of wealth then the friends and relatives abandon him then to recover from that position he will try to earn more money but he again and again frustrated in his attempts and then he starts to make friends with the devotees somehow if he is pious all this if he is pious if he is not pious he may just drink alcohol and die commit suicide some jump from the building or what if he is pious if he is devotee but yet interested in material life krishna is merciful to remove that you know distraction uh, so just like a surgeon a surgeon when he operates it is painful even if anesthesia is administered after that again the <laughs> pain will come i mean cut cutting the body means it is pain damage so called but that cutting is necessary we pay the doctor how many thousands of dollars to cut our body whereas a mosquito is just poking little bit we're killing it <laughs> but the doctor is cutting open uh, doing so many things with our body but we are paying him oh thank you for cutting what is that because that we understand that that is essential for our recovery is good for us hmm. so similarly a devotee will always uh thank the lord for even giving him suffering because that suffering will actually make him more attached to the lord which was one of the prayers of kunti devi hmm. kunti devi prayed what is that uh the vishan mahagner purushad darshanat so so many dangers we went through uh, first of all our son was administered poison uh, vishan mahagne then we were trapped in the palace of lack and set on fire then purushad we had to meet a man eater a cannibal hidimba the demon of course bhima killed him asat sabhaya vanavasa krishratah then then we had to face the impious assembly the nonsense assembly of the kuru of the the sons of dhritarashtra who disrobed draupadi and cheated in the gambling match then we had to go vanavas in the forest we were sent into exile so many tribulations we went through after after pandu had already died you know pandu had died uh, the madri had died the co-wife of kunti died Uh, so many 
and they were supposed to be the natural heir to the throne but they were denied that even in the vanavas in the exile they had to hide one of the 13 years they had to hide incognito if they were found out another 12 years exile so in this way so many uh, dangers we went through so therefore she says uh, but you saved us tvayayivanathena muhur vipadganat so you have vimochitaham chasahatmaja vibho you have saved us from all this but you know what krishna vipada santutasasvat tatra tatra jagadguru bhavato darshanam yat syad apunar bhavadarshanam krishna please give me all those calamities again i want those calamities why because in those calamities you never left us and as long as we have darshan of you there is no apunar bhava darshanam there is no more rebirth not only darshan later on she says shrinvanti gayanti ghrananti abhikshnasah smaranti nandanti tavehitam jana tayeva pashyanta chirena tavakam bhava pravaho paramam padambujam bhava pravah bhava pravah that means the flow the cycle of birth and death <coughs> pravah means the flow of birth and death uparamam one can give up just by what we will see that was very nice oh kunti can say that no because she saw krishna yeah you can give me problems because you are always with us now i am where is krishna where am i so i don't want problem better so therefore she <laughs> she knows our excuses so she has come up with another verse Hmm. 1836 <clears> oh <throat> krishna those who continuously hear hear not only seeing hear chant repeat your transcendental activities means kirtana hmm? or take pleasure in others doing so just in appreciating others doing it certainly see your lotus feet which alone can stop the repetition of birth and death so just by hearing chanting uh, repeat your transcendental activities means even playing dramatic performances you know like we do drama of different pastimes of krishna <coughs> or just by appreciating others smaranti nandanti tavehitam jana taeva pashyanti achirena tavakam they will immediately very quickly see you uh, uh, actually achirena means uh, achirena is you can, you can see the word it's not translated in the translation here achirena very soon chiranjeevi chiranjeevi means very long life chiram means very long time achirena means very short very quickly so uh, very soon they will see your lotus feet so which can stop the repetition of birth and death so just by hearing so that opportunity we have now so we can chant hari krishna huh we can hear about krishna's glories we can speak about his glories we can do dramas about him 
everything we can do and we can enjoy others doing it hmm. so all this is just like you know um, deity worship even one appreciates the deities uh, even if he's not very advanced uh, if he just appreciates the deities he's already advancing on the path so this is so powerful this process hmm. so that's why we have to take to devotional service and any guruna pavicharyate that is stated in the bhagavad gita even if the greatest calamity comes one is not in the slightest measure disturbed is not disturbed in fact he will welcome the sufferings <clears throat> but a non devotee will complain for every single reason he will complain uh, about everything but he will never take ownership for his faults for his suffering a devotee says yes krishna i am very fallen that's why i am suffering in fact you have reduced my suffering i should have suffered even more but your the suffering you are giving me is just 0.01% the 99.99% you have waived you have waived waiver but is 0.01 you are giving me because so that you are reminding me of the troublesome nature of the material world and by doing so you are creating detachment in my heart so in this way your suffering is actually your mercy this is how devotee sees it whereas non devotee anything happens he'll blame everybody because of you because of you because of you or if nobody to blame he will say act of god it is act of god earthquake you cannot blame anyone for that otherwise they will blame the government or they will blame this one that the somebody will they will have to blame but when earthquake happens how you can blame the government actually if he knows <laughs> that if there is sinful activity in the country then there will be all these natural calamities so if the ruler is not pious and if the ruler is i mean the citizens are not pious eventually it will be hit so when nobody gets to be blamed because because he doesn't know this knowledge how do things things takes place and then he will say act of god now he will blame god so he is always blaming others but he will never take ownership for his suffering <clears throat> they say why bad things happen to good people and why good things are happening to bad people they ask this kind of questions hmm. so uh, but a devotee never he is not bewildered by these things he is very clear so non devotee is very much infatuated as this verse today's verse by the beauty of the opposite sex and his speech is full of lust uh, such speech is full of lust and it may it may sound very oh romantic you know very nice but that is how the maya is attractive in the beginning but disgusting in the end i think there is a verse this one will not come i don't know how to search maybe i'll search it here see if i can
okay 429 54 you will see this verse these are all <coughs> illusory enjoyments because in the end they will prove to be suffering the example is given nicely in the fourth canto 29 chapter verse 54 sumana samadharmanam strinam sharana ashrame pushpamadhu gandhavat क्षुद्रतम काम्य कर्म विपाक काम सुखलव जयप्यादि विचिन्वत मिथुनी भूयतमिवेशित मनस षड्री गणसाम गीतवतिमनोहर वनितादि जनालापेशतिलोभितकर्णम अग्रे वृकयूथवत आत्मन आयुर्हरतो हो काल लव विशेषान अविगणय घृणेशु गृहेशु विहरत पृष्ठत परोक्षम अनुप्रवृत्तो लुब्धक शरेण यमिह पराविध्यति तमिम आत्मानं अहोराजन भिन्न हृदय द्रष्टुमर्हसी my dear king woman who is very attractive in the beginning but in the end very disturbing is exactly like the flower which is attractive in the beginning and detestable at the end with woman the living entity is entangled with lusty desires and he enjoys sex just as one enjoys the aroma of a flower he does enjoys a life of sense gratification from his tongue to his genitals and in this way the living entity considers himself very happy in family life united with his wife he re- he always remains absorbed in such thoughts he feels great pleasure in hearing the talks of his wife and children which are like the sweet humming of bumblebees that collect honey from flower to flower he forgets that before him is time which is taking away his life span with the passing of day and night he does not see the gradual diminishing of his life nor does he care about the superintendent of death who is trying to kill him from behind just try to understand this you are in a precarious position and are threatened from all sides so this is the reality of <laughs> you know when we are focused on one thing our peripheral vision becomes blurred you know this you know this you know what i am talking about when you are looking at one thing and focusing on that if something happens here i will miss it because my focus is so much it's within my vision sight of vision but it's i cannot see it because my vision, my focus is here so this peripheral vision vision becomes blurred and we do not and magicians they take advantage of these things they they do these acts of misdirection they'll bring your focus to one side they do something here but in the other side he will they will do something which you don't lo- notice so they take advantage of this thing so maya is a perfect magician so she will focus us on the oh beautiful woman but then we are threatened from all sides <laughs> and this magician is not like a amusing magician oh when he does the tricks on the stage 
everybody laughs oh nice 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 they enjoy clap but this is a dark magician there is a there was a video long back there was this um, i think he's still maybe living he is an expert uh, pickpocket this man he was an expert pickpocket but he does it as an entertainment so he goes on stage and he will call somebody from the audience whoever another and then somebody will volunteer few and then he will select one of them and then call them on the stage he will pickpocket them right on stage and they don't even notice he takes out their belt he takes their wallet he takes their watch they don't even notice and then he will show this is what i stolen oh how did he do that then everybody just laughs and claps so once he went to this uh, i think uh, somewhere in africa maybe uh, i forgot maybe cairo or somewhere i don't know some uh, city in africa which is the pickpocket capital of the world i think maybe south america maybe i may be getting it wrong maybe south america pickpocket capital of the world the highest number of pickpocket cases and they're so expert you won't even feel a thing so uh he went there as a normal tourist he wanted to see how good they were how good their techniques were he wanted to just test so he allowed his wallet to be a little bit not so tightly kept and you know it's like he was testing how how they would how they would come and pickpocket but he was never caught he was never uh, stolen he was never robbed then he, he was saying to the camera and he had secret cameras like trying to film the whole thing like a documentary like how what are the techniques so he was not uh, he was not robbed the whole time then he was wondering whether they could smell him as a pickpocket because they themselves are pickpockets they can smell another pickpocket <laughs> so finally somehow he contacted some uh, cartel pickpocket cartel and um, then he made friends with them and they exchanged their tricks you know he he robbed them and they robbed him and just to like as a play then after that after the whole thing um they shook their hand and they were leaving um then one of the cartel guys then he told this man you know the, what is the difference between you and me we are both pickpockets but when you do it people laugh when i do it people cry <laughs> so here magician when he does all these tricks on the stage yeah we we clap and laugh and you know yeah we enjoy it but my eye is like the other one the cartel we cry so she is the dark magician so she will put one thing in the front and misdirecting us and then on the other side everything is we are attacked ambushed so therefore it is very the shastra is always guiding or um, alerting us red alert tint 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 <laughs> shankaracharya red alert oh i cannot even bring that out veda vish doesn't work so you're saved so he says nare stana bhar nabhi desham drishtva maga moha vesham etam etan mamsava sadivikaram manasi vichintaya varam varam 
So he says, oh, don't be too um, carried away by the supposed beauty of the woman's heavy breasts and thin waist because all these are just a package of disgusting things inside. A nice package of disgusting things. So, consider always in this mind. So, don't be fooled by the supposed beauty of woman or for the woman also, the man. So, this is these uh, red alert Shastra is always alerting us because the lust it has overtaken strategic positions in our body which is explained in the Bhagavad Gita you see here I think 340 or 41 let's go to 41 and see so this is Krishna is talking about lust that the lust is the greatest enemy of the living entity. Hmm? And it says, Therefore, Arjuna, O best of the Bharatas, in the very beginning, curb this great symbol of sin, lust, by regulating the senses, control your senses, and slay this destroyer of knowledge and self-realization. It is a destroyer of knowledge and self-realization. What is it? Jnana. Oh, this is very nice actually. Papmanam prajahihyenam Jnana Vijnana Nashanam. It is a Jnana Vijnana Nashanam. Lust. It is true because once we are infatuated with the body, it is the exact opposite of self-realization. That I am the soul. I should not be concerned with the body. So if I am infatuated body, with the body, that means I have forgotten that I am the soul and that whoever woman or man or whatever is the soul. So it is just the opposite. Of our of self-realization. So it is a jnana vijnana nashanam. Then what he said, the next verse. 342. Hmm. Or is it 340? Sorry, actually maybe 340. Oh. Ah. You see? 340. Indriyani Manobuddhi Rasya Dhishtana Muchyate. The senses, the mind and the intelligence are the sitting places of this lust which veils the real knowledge of the living entity and bewilders him. You see, in the purport, Prabhupada says, The enemy has captured different strategic positions in the body of the conditioned soul and therefore Lord Krishna is giving hints of those places so that one who wants to conquer the enemy may know where he can be found. If you want to conquer an enemy, you have to know where he is. So, but he has taken over strategic positions, our senses, our intelligence and our mind. The very weapons that we need to use to come out, he has captured. Hmm. The lust is, the maya has captured us in the form of lust. Hmm. But we can come out of, we can defeat these enemies. How? Ah, this is another one, I cannot take it out because it's in the Mukundamala Stotra 
ಶತ್ರುಛೇದೈಕಮಂತ್ರಂ ಸಕಲಮುಪನಿಷದ್ವಾಕ್ಯಸಂಪೂಜ್ಯಮಂತ್ರಂ ಸಂಸಾರೋಚ್ಛೇದಮಂತ್ರಂ ಸಮುಚಿತತಮಸಹಸಂಘ ನಿರ್ಯಾಣಮಂತ್ರಂ ಸರ್ವೈಶ್ವರ್ಯೈಕಮಂತ್ರಂ ವ್ಯಸನಭುಜಗಸಂದಷ್ಟಸಂತ್ರಾಣಮಂತ್ರಂ ಜಿಹ್ವೇ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಮಂತ್ರಂ ಜಪಜಪಸತನ್ಮಸಾಫಲ್ಯಮಂತ್ರಂ ಶತ್ರುಛೇದೈಕಮಂತ್ರಂ ಶತ್ರು ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ಛೇದೈಕ ಮಂತ್ರಂ ಏಕಮಂತ್ರಂ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಮಂತ್ರಂ ಜಿಹ್ವೇ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಮಂತ್ರಂ ಜಪಜಪಸತಂ ಜನ್ಮಸಾಫಲ್ಯಮಂತ್ರಂ ಸೊ ದ ಮಂತ್ರ ಆಫ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಯ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಶತ್ರು ದ ಲಸ್ಟ್ ಶತ್ರು ಛೇದಕ ಮಂತ್ರ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಯರ್ ಆಫ್ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ದ ಮಂತ್ರಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಮಂತ್ರ ವಿಚ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟ್ರಾಯ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಸೊ ಅವರ್ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎವ್ರಿವೇರ್ ಓ ಹೀ ಈಸ್ ಮೈ ಎನಿಮಿ ಎಸ್ ಹೀ ಶುಡ್ ಬಿ ಕಿಲ್ಡ್ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಚಾಂಡ್ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಕಿಲ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಸಾರಿ ನೋ ಬಡಿ ಈಸ್ ಒನ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಂಬಡಿ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಒನ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ಅವರ್ ಓನ್ ಲಸ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಇಸ್ ಸೆಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಟ್ ಕಾಮೇಶ ಕ್ರೋಧಯೇಶ ರಜೋಗುಣ ಸಮುದ್ಭವ ಮಹಾಶನೋ ಮಹಾಪಾತ್ಮ ವಿಧ್ಯೇಹ ವಿಧ್ಯೇನಂ ಇಹ ವೈರಿಣಂ ವೈರಿಣಂ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ಅವರ್ ಬಿಗ್ಗೆಸ್ಟ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ಇಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಓನ್ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಸೊ ದೀಸ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ದಟ್ ಮಂತ್ರ ವಿಲ್ ಕಿಲ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ಇಸ್ ಕಿಲ್ಡ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಿ ಎನಿ ಬಡಿ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ಇಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಟ್ ದಟ್ ಈ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ನೋ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಅಜಾತ ಶತ್ರು ಅಜಾತ ಶತ್ರುವ ಶಾಂತ ಸಾಧವ ಸಾಧು ಭೂಷಣ ಅಜಾತ ಶತ್ರು ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ನೋ ಎನಿಮೀಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಮೇ ಕನ್ಸಿಡರ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ಬಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಇನ್ ಇಸ್ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ನೋ ಬಡಿ ಇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಎನಿಮಿ ಅಜಾತ ಶತ್ರು ಅಫ್ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಮೀನ್ ಹಿ ವಿಲ್ ಟಾಲರೇಟ್ ಸಂಬಡಿ ಬ್ಲಾಸ್ಮಿಂಗ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆರ್ ಬ್ಲಾಸ್ಮಿಂಗ್ ದ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ನೋ ದೆನ್ ಹಿ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಆಂಗ್ರಿ ಲೈಕ್ ಹನುಮಾನ್ he became angry on the ravana and his followers because of their sin so a devotee just like jesus said in the bible hate the sin not the sinner if you hate the sinner then you are envious but hate the sin so the sinner must be punished for his own good not that the sinner must be punished because he is sinner or kill him because i'll take revenge or no no for his own sin he has to be punished for his own good hmm. so anger uh, when punishment is given anger is there so that anger there is proper use of anger by directing it against the uh, demonic people who are against the lord or his devotee but otherwise he has no enemies ajata shatru but his mind he will treat he will never trust his mind that is the first thing a, a, a spiritualist he will never trust his mind we'll see those verses and we'll stop because it's going too late we have started late technical issues 5 6 2 and 3 and 4 3 verses are there fifth canto sixth chapter verse 2 this is so we'll just go to the translation sri sukadev goswami replied my dear king you have spoken correctly however after capturing animals a cunning hunter does not put faith in them they might for they might run away 
Similarly, for those, those who are advanced in spiritual life, do not put faith in the mind. Indeed, they always remain vigilant and watch the mind's action. They are always seeing what the mind is doing. But we are, our problem is we are always having conversations with our mind. We are trusting our mind so much as if it's like our commander-in-chief. But actually it is a commander-in-chief, but of the enemy. <laughs> Not our commander-in-chief. <laughs> but we are trusting and giving all our secrets so that he knows exactly how to attack. No? So, tatha choktam na kuriyat karhichit sakhyam manasihya navasthite yadvi Yad Vishrambhat Shirat Chirinam Chaskanda Tapaishwaram. All the learned scholars have given their opinion. What is the opinion? The mind is by nature very restless and one should not make friends with it. No friends with the mind. If we place, you know, in fact, how we should treat the mind? <laughs> not just no friend, you know, like, oh, let him, let him be, I, I won't talk to him. No. Beat. Beat the mind. <laughs> Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, when once you wake, wake up in the morning, immediately take the broomstick and beat the mind hundred times. <laughs> and before you sleep, just before you sleep, take the slipper and beat the mind other hundred times. Not just, you know, not our, uh, you know, don't make friends with it means, oh, let him pass, I will not talk to him. No. You see him, you beat him. <laughs> beat him not once, hundred times you beat him. <laughs> Because the mind is our greatest enemy. <laughs> Anytime we see it, we beat it. So we should never, that means, in other words, we should never let our mind take control and ride our chariot. No, we should never. That's why we need Guru. Alone we cannot do this. We need a Guru who says, you chant 16 rounds. Mind will say, ah, today I don't want to wake up for Mangalaji. You know, yesterday I came very late, you know. I worked very hard. My body also needs rest. Otherwise, I will get disease. I will be sick. You know? And then tomorrow I cannot work. Then I will take MC. So I think to, today, Mangalarthi, skip. Krishna will understand. I think he will understand. This is how mind will. He knows. Because he is a commander-in-chief of the enemy. And we have sold all our secrets to it. So he knows. Okay. Tell him this story. He will believe it. <laughs> And then we believe it. Oh, sleep. Then Maya says, yes. I have won. So in this way, one by one we are losing our battles to Maya. But Shatru Chedaika Mantram. We, we are determined in chanting Hare Krishna, following Mangalarti. And then <clears throat> the whole morning program. Uh, then Maya, we can defeat Maya. By the strength of Krishna. Because, what is that? You surrender to me, you can cross over the Maya by my grace. Not that I will chant Hare Krishna, now I am big time. Maya is, cannot do anything to me. No, 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 no. The moment we are like that, immediately Maya, we have opened up the attack for Maya. Opened up the, 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 the phalanx for Maya to enter. <coughs> so, a little bit pride. That's all Maya needs. Little bit pride. Just that's just what Maya is looking for. Oh, you are very serious devotee. Chanting, giving class. Oh, doing kirtan. Oh, 
preaching book distribution very good hmm yes you are very good very good book distributor you are very good kirtani your voice is so beautiful yes. and it will not just say in the mind the maya will force somebody to say actually it will force a person to say prabhu your voice is very beautiful you know very nicely you sang yes thank you thank you maya is coming opening the door slowly prabhu your class was very nice yeah i know i am philosophically very finish finish that is the end maya has come completely next is fall down with one woman and then somewhere that's it finish so <clears throat> we have to be very very careful how this this puranjan is addressing the woman full of lust his words were full of lust only uh, like this shamelessly we will chase maya Huh? it will open up the attack in such a way that you, the maya doesn't need to pierce you we will when the, we, the maya just have to hold the sword only we will run into the sword and be pierced we want to run <laughs> just like the moths the the insects the fire is there insect is here nothing no problem right but no he will go into the fire he will go into the fire and die himself the fire is not asking him to come he is just showing hello <laughs> i'm here that's it <laughs> we die so we run into it <clears throat> so that's um, our misfortune but if we take to krishna consciousness we can resist this not only resist this we can spit on it like yamunacharya he thought whenever i think of sex life with women this is the thought itself is a disgusting thought i mean i spit at the very thought sushtu nishthivanam cha my lips curl with distaste why because this he has tasted the pleasure of krishna consciousness that he is this whole thing is distasteful then maya vyasana bhujaga sandashta santrana mantram vyasana bhujaga bhujaga means snake vyasana means The, the the miseries of material world the snake of the material miseries bhuj bhuj vyasana bhujaga sandashta destroyed and another uh, <coughs> by prabodhananda saraswati what is that uh, kaivalyam narakayate tridasha purakasha pushpayate durdantendriya kalasarpa patali prothat damstrayate the maya which is like this poison uh, snake with a poison fangs will become like the the senses which are like the poisonous snakes with the fangs it's like a snake with the the fangs broken the the poison fangs if they are broken the snake cannot bite us so it will become a harmless snake you know sometimes they will take photos with the snake on the shoulder you know how because the fangs are broken you cannot cannot bite anymore then you can play with the snake you know like very nicely so a devotee he controls his senses <coughs> he orders his senses bandhuratmatmanastasya yenatmaivatmanajita anatmanastu shatrutve vartetatmaiva shatruvat and uh, in in the before verse also 65 chapter 6 text 5 and chapter 6 text 6 of bhagavad gita how the mind if not controlled is our greatest enemy if controlled is our greatest friend and if we control it 
we can be achieving, achieving liberation. Go Swami. If you are Godas, they are like uh, the Prabhupada mentioned in the other purport. One who is a servant of the senses may be the master of this material world. Huh? He may be a big material hero. But the one who has conquered his senses, he is a big spiritual hero. Goswami. Hmm. So, we want to become material hero or spiritual hero? That Material hero means getting beaten. <laughs> you know, hero means not like a nice, beaten. And that is a hero, material hero. Spiritual hero means yes, like Haridas Thakur. Spiritual hero. Alright. Uh, I highly recommend those online and those here to watch yesterday's class on 4.25.30 by Sundagopal Prabhu. His Grace Sundagopal Prabhu. Very, very informative on how uh, the different case studies. It's very, very important. In fact, one should study those chapters in depth to understand even more strongly. The detachment must come. Vairagya must come. Whether one is in family life or not, it is not just, oh, Prabhu, this class is only for brahmacharis. We grahasthas will come another class. Sorry. This is for all. Grahasthas and brahmacharis and sannyasis and vanaprasthas, everybody. So, for those who have not gone into it, pray that you don't go into it. For those who have gone into it, to pray to how to come out. For those who have come out of it, pray that they don't go again into it. <laughs> so, everybody needs to hear this. <clears throat> because one day it is going to, the bubble is going to burst. Even if one is a householder, the bubble is going to burst. Either by death or by disagreement or divorce or whatever, the separation will come. Or by sannyas, whatever it is. The separation will come one day. So, we have to be informed. We have to be detached from it. Because the more we are attached to it, the more it will bring misery to us. If something so dear to us, we lose it. Or we lose somebody very, very close to us. Our life becomes empty. You know, those you see those people at the funerals. They are crying, they are lost. They are lost, they are completely lost. Their mind is zero, blank. For at least a few days. Until Maya again comes, hello, come. I am here, you can enjoy. Next cinema is released. Finish. <laughs> so, my, so until then, we, we kind of are bewildered. Eh? What is happening? You know, The shock. But then, after one week, two weeks, get back into life. That's how Maya works. But shock, you see the shock. They are lost. Uh, and some people, irreparable damage. That will cause irreparable damage to them. So, better to understand the whole thing and not have too much hopes on material happiness. Hmm? There is nothing to be hope. It is actually a hopeless platform. There is no hope. Not have, not just don't have much hope. There is no hope. There is no hope here. Even if the whole life was successful, it will be taken away at the time of death. So, there is no hope. So, the hope is only one place. That is at the lotus feet of Krishna. Full hope. And that is one of the aspects of surrender. To have full hope in Krishna. And do what he says. Surrender does not mean, I hope Krishna will save me. And I am doing exactly the opposite of Krishna. what Krishna asked me to do. No. Then the hope will not work. We have to do what Krishna asks us to do. And then hope for Krishna's protection. Hmm. 
Prabhupada went to America. Such a great risk. But he has full hope on Krishna. So that, that is the proper way how we should have hope with Krishna. Not that, Krishna, I am starting this company. I want some profits. I hope, I really hope. I surrender to you. I hope that this become big profitable business. Krishna is not interested. He will make sure that you will never profit. You know. So, he, whatever little bit hope you have, that also will go and you will become faithless. So don't come to him with these material desires. It is okay, fine. But it's not pure devotion. You can be cheated. That's why sometimes we see devotees, sometimes they take up to Krishna consciousness. And once some material desire is fulfilled, they will go away. They will go away. They were, they were jobless for a long time. They come here, chant Hare Krishna, nothing to do, no? Chant Hare Krishna, you know, do some seva, hoping to get blessings. Then they will get a job and never to be seen. Never to be seen in the temple again. Again, next time jobless, again he will come after three, four years. Prabhu, the company kicked me out. They are constantly being kicked by Maya, then why don't you come? So, we have to take it seriously. Alright, we'll stop here. Any questions or comments? Hmm. Hmm. I cannot hear. Yeah, Ichha and Dvesha are two sides of the same coin. Like if I am loving my country, I will hate the opposite country. India, Pakistan. I love India. That means I hate Pakistan. It is the opposite side of the same coin. So when there is love on one side, there is hate on the other side. Yeah, Rag and Dvesh. So we have attachment and aversion. We, we, we like our family so much. We will spend thousands of dollars, even though they are always giving us trouble. We will spend thousands of dollars. But for the one who is actually suffering, we will not spend one dollar also. We don't have so much. It is a, you know, these are Ichha and Dvesha. It is not unconditional. It is not, that is only devotee. Ajata Shatru. Vasudhaiva Kutumbakam. The whole world is his family. This vision only devotee has. That's why he takes so much pain to save others. Because he he thinks them as his own family member. Because spiritually we are one family. That's why he takes risks. That's why we would take risk or take pain to help our own family member. We take maybe even borrow money from others, maybe from some operation or whatever it is. We will do anything to help our family member. So like that, a devotee, even at the cost of being attacked, he will try to help the other person. So that's only a devotee can do that. For him, there is no Shatru. But for everybody, Mitrani, Udasina, Udasina and Ripun, Vimudha. 11 Kanto, 23rd chapter, verses 47 and 48. And maybe go and see. 11, 23, 40. But we will not go through it. So already. 10 o'clock. So in the online, there is absolutely zero comments. I think it's the second time. Tough topic. <laughs> no comments. Alright, thank you. Hare Krishna. Rantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki. Srila Prabhupada ki. Thai Gaur Prima.